0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network,
1: its staff, and management. Welcome to Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of Valerie, her guests, and callers. Now here's your host, Valerie Kirkgaard. I am your host I am here. What a delightful day to be on the radio with you here it is January fifth and two thousand and eleven our first show of our first show of the new year and um, in talking to c w um, he was talking about how he would love it to have Americans stand up and become part of the Republic and make things happen and uh so we're asking you to join us. You're listening to Waking Up in America, Dynamic Radio Dialogues on Issues That Really Matter. And boy, if this doesn't matter, I don't know what does. And we listen to you. I've actually got a couple of comments from listeners that we'll be reading to you today. And oh my God, this is the 24th year of radio and we want to make um, wake you aware of the fact that L.A. Lifestyle and Sir Jason Winter, T actually are major sponsors for this program, along with our Missing on the Road in Action today, C.W. Wright, our, our Vice President of the Republic, who's on the road connecting America and bringing it together and making people aware of the amazing things that have happened in the last year. And we'll be addressing a little of that today and also what's happening in the future. Our show today, Stepping Up and Stepping Out, it's all about what you can do and wh- how you can have something be very different this year than it was last year. Want to ask a question while we're on the air? Send me an email at val at com. I'm Dr. Val Kirkgaard, and I carried the Olympic torch in 1984, and I cannot tell you what it's like to have that kind of lineage and, Um, in your hand and as you're going down the street and you're connecting with a person before you and you're connecting with a person after you as a torch bearer and that torch spreads across the country it's um, It's amazing to be part of that lineage I actually still have my torch and once you're a part of something like that you are forever changed and for everybody on this program was in Utah On November 12th to 14th and every one of us has been forever changed by what happened there you have been too by the way you just don't quite know the depths of it all yet we're discovering that ourselves but we're very definitely engaged in it so we're asking you to remember that in a way your torchbearers too and if you could start to blow a little flame and life into your light know that 2011 is going to be very different about what came before it. Our guests are fabulous people that are all about Sidious, Altius, Fortius, which is Swifter, Higher, Stronger. That's the Olympic Torch Code. It's also the code for transformation as far as I'm concerned. So I invited our Beauty and the Arts editor, Gail Ellen, to actually be on our show today because... Gail's all about beauty, and it's a little hard to think of it when you don't have enough heat and you're worried about gasoline for the car or paying the electric bill or whatever it is that we're going through during this period of time. But as my friend Bent Meigen would say, the cavalry is on the way, and for many of us that's going to show up in the very near future as the Iraqi dinar. It's also going to show up as us shifting in to another level. Of consciousness and that consciousness is what we can create through beauty and culture and respect and I figured that since this was the year of the metal rabbit in the Chinese calendar and I just happen to be a Leo dragon I love to include this in what we have to say about creating 2011 so take it away Gail
0: well absolutely let's uh, celebrate uh, the beginning of 2011 and in the Chinese horoscope, it's the year of the rabbit, and it's the year of the metal rabbit. And let me explain to you what rabbit, what the rabbit sign is. They respond to the power and beauty of nature, and they are very uh, curious about examining what they find, and they're the luckiest of all the 12 signs. And they're very lucky... Uh, at more as a result of the harder I work, the luckier I get, rather than taking crazy chances. And they're very cautious, they're conservative, they're bright, they have a very good head for business, they are supremely pleasant to be around, and they are peacemakers, and they seldom lose their temper, and they always inspire deep admiration and trust.
1: So, so sweet. There we go. There is so sweet, Gail. When you think about it, you know, what we're actually doing is we're inviting people to leave anything that doesn't sound like that last year. Right. And that's what stepping up and stepping out would be, huh?
0: I would definitely say so. And it's an opportunity, I think, to make a very big deal about the true lasting values of life. Because uh, for the rabbit, um, reputation is forever. And they actually are the background movers and shakers.
1: There's more to it than that. You haven't you're, mentioned What you're all about. multiply. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you will put together two rabbits and you've got nine, mm-hmm. ten. They don't even just do twosies. Yep. They do like six, sevens, eighties, ninesies.
0: Yes, they do. And uh, they're also very likable and sincere and
1: kind. And you know what they, I, I used to be, I used to build bunny condos, Gail. I don't know if you know this about me. <laughs> but I used to build bunny condos with little flower boxes on them and I used to experiment. This is one of my first experiments. I had my cam lab and then I had my bunnies, okay? So I would breed California dough with brindles and I would get like black rabbits, brown rabbits. It was thrilling, okay? Absolutely thrilling. And what I saw was how the little darlings multiply. And not only that, I never heard a rabbit cry. That's true. Not once, That's but true. I did they hear one scream once. Okay, mm-hmm. because something was killing it.
0: Yeah, they are. Uh, they do not have any tendency toward despondency. Actually, yeah. Interestingly enough, you know, remember you used to do those magic tricks where you'd put uh, a little uh, rubber bunny or foam bunny in your hand, and then you'd open it up, and there'd be five <laughs> of them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But a very famous rabbit, actually, is Bob Hope.
1: What? Oh, it was funny because I, I went first to the forum rather than the face, so imagining a rabbit that looked like Bob Hope was pretty yes. funny.
0: Yeah. Well, he was an ambassador, a great ambassador in his own way.
1: You know, I wonder if Larry Hagman, I would think it would be really fun to interview all the people that naturally call themselves lucky, and one of those is Larry Hagman. Definitely. He's actually got a horrible buddy story in his background. Um and I know that it probably affected him on some level. So this is time to really get the essence of the bunnies, guys, because the bunnies are coming. That, that could have been another good name, uh, Gail. If you would stick around, I would just absolutely, totally love it. Um, wanted to actually say to L.A. Lifestyle, oh, my God, thank you. I know you've been going through heck. L.A. Lifestyle, folks, for those of you who have been over there, They do all kinds of wonderful vitamins and minerals and different health products and such, and they give discounts to the military and seniors. They're really a bunch of good guys. And some bunch of creeps got in and hacked their website. So if you've been having any trouble, I'm pretty sure that that is cleared up now, but it was just like caused major disruption over at LA Lifestyle. So they're our sponsors. They make it possible for us to put this information out for you. So if you guys can do something to back up our sponsors, that would be totally terrific. Then we've got Sir Jason Winters Tea. And Sir Jason Winters Tea, bless their hearts, um, CW always sits on me. I'm never quite sure. I was brought up in public television, so we never got to do commercials. It's a little bit hard to let you know about something. Let's just say that a lot of people with weak immune systems have diseases that they wouldn't have to have, like... Um, Oh, like leukemia, like all kinds of different things, like different forms of cancer, like um, diabetes, like all different kinds of things, if their immune systems and their bodies were balanced. Those things would just automatically disappear, and for us, they're like life-threatening things. And starting out with Jason Winters Tea, it's been brilliantly put together in a number of different ways that really supports the immune system. So check out Sir Jason Winters Tea. I... I never really drank anything other than the English teas and the Irish teas before this. And the peach tea, I'm just crazy for it now. I make great iced tea when that weather comes around again. So Sir Jason Winter's Teas, we thank you very much. So check that out today again as well. C.W. Wright is on the road working for the Republic today, and he actually asked that we do this. He didn't call it what we've called it, but he actually asked that we do the um, standing up and stepping out Conversation because what we need to do is keep making the republic of the United States of America dot org. That's the website. Keep making that real, okay? And the more real that we make it, the more we claim it, the more real it becomes. <clears throat> now I'm very fortunate to have on the show today, um, Debbie Ringchop. And Debbie Ringchop is actually a senator of the republic. We're on calls all the time. She's a remarkable human being when it comes to putting things together. And you, by the way, Debbie, I love the job you do as moderator now. It's just beautiful. So, do you have a message that you would like to, uh, give out today?
2: I'm actually walking in the door right now. <laughs> <laughs> Good timing. So, um, Good timing. I'm on the phone at the moment, so if you give me just a minute, I'll get on a regular Absolutely. Landmark.
1: So while we're excusing her for a moment, uh, maybe this is a good time to let you know that Dr. Rutledge is on the road, bless his little heart, and yours truly here is going to fess up to something. Fess up isn't the right word. Well, it is kind of. I'm a new person. I don't know if you can tell by my voice or whatever, but here's the deal. I've lost 23 pounds on Dr. Rutledge's diet since December the 3rd, okay, and I made it all the way through Christmas and New Year's (laughs) with barely a whiff of anything off. So I'm going to say that I've been like 99% accurate uh, with what I've been doing, and the results are phenomenal. Um, I don't limp. I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but I used to have a limp from bad um, accident I took back in 99. Uh, A few other things like that. My back still hurts a little, but most of that's gone away, and my body shape has changed dramatically. And I'm beginning to have the idea that maybe chicken and spinach are good. Uh, It's taken a while, but I've I've created little recipes for myself, and today is actually my 34th day. So there you go. So Dr. Ringchop, Senator Ringchop,
2: (laughs) Debbie, my friend, are you on the phone? I am back. Yes, I am. Cool. I hope this line is a little better than my. Oh, line.
1: way, oh, way, way, way.
2: That's one thing we do: take these calls and do these from anywhere we happen to be at the time. And luckily, I was able to get back to the to a landline here. So, what I just want to encourage people is to recognize that we've been in a corporate environment for such a long time, and now we have to relearn what is a de jure environment all about. And part of that is that we have to—we're uh, we're signing up to be part of We the People again. What We the People is supposed to have been, not what we thought we were, because they had tricked us for a long time. But that was well But when you well look done. at what we are now, um, we're signing up with the Republic. Do your basic documents, and we've—we've we've kind of explained a little bit. Go to the website and and follow some of the instructions that are there. But in addition to that. What we're really doing is we're standing up to the old side and saying, I don't want that contract with you anymore. So we still have to eliminate a lot of our old contracts. We call them adhesion contracts. means we're stuck with them, but we were stuck with their version, how they wanted to implement it. We're taking control back and saying, we are saying this is over. We don't want this anymore. Here's the new contract. So the idea is, we still need to have people do a little bit until this whole thing is going to convert over. It's going to take a few years for all the pieces to get back to who the people really are, how we need to operate in a in a global sense. Uh, so it's not you know flip a switch and suddenly we are the republic fully operational. that's going to take time, so that's everyone stepping up and stepping out into figuring out the new things that they need to do, get the education part of those steps is going to be writing to DMV or whoever it might be and saying, I don't want this contract anymore. Here's where I am today, so here's my new contract with you. And to do that, I think that people need to still do some of the old Tim Turner seminar stuff that we talked about, the freedom documents, the basics that say, I am putting it in the county records on the land that I am a free person again. I mean, well, we're not using the word person. This is that whole funny game we have to play with wordsmithing.
1: I just wanted to jump in here for a minute, um, Deb, because Tad and I have been working together, and we've come together on a on an agreement.
2: Actually, I've, I um, have a brand new concept that I just talked to him about. Yeah, we've created an email address called Val at Mailhouse dot com. <laughs> and for all of you out there that are interested in learning how to do the Tim Turner process that we had done before, the freedom documents, we've talked about this for the last year and a half, but if you just email val at mailhouse, and that's M-A-I-L-H-O-U-S-E dot com, it will send you over to an email site that, that tells you instructions of how to go about doing the documentation. Um, You can enroll in this thing, and it gives you, oh, my God. When you go to the seminars, it's first of all, you get an audio version of the seminar, and you can get to um, recordings of all the follow-ups that have been done for a year with Tim Turner directly answering Q&A for all the graduates that went on for over a year. He has taken those and broken them down into subject matters. And it makes it so easy, if you have some particular areas you're gonna to to love learn it. More about, you go to this. It's so simple. But anyway, just validmailhouse.com gets you in and there's some good little promotions you're gonna get if you happen to go through that.
1: So And right now we're gonna be actually um getting in on the website probably next week. We've got a lot of people with a we used to call it Montezuma's Revenge, but what can I tell you? There's been a lot of people two stepping really quickly. So it hit the uh, website team, too, so you'll notice that we're a little behind there. Forgive us. We'll be caught up soon, and we'll have that link on the website. We'll also have on the website emergencymanagementsolutions.org. We're putting all that together right now. That's CW, our vice president's um, company, and that man is a commitment to everyone's safety, and he's got a heart bigger than any football field that I've ever seen. So CW, we love you. You're on the road. Dr. Rutledge can't wait until we get you back and find out what you've been up to the last few weeks. He's been traveling the world, literally. So, um, you know, Deb, I think it would be valuable for us to talk about how we ended up stepping up and stepping out. For instance,
2: when did we go to the first Tim Turner thing? That would have been... Um, oh, May or ...of 2000... Wow, well, what was it? 2009,
1: eight? maybe, or 2008? Eight, nine. Two and years. then we went to the... we went Nine, to the eight, eight.
2: ten. We had all of nine and all of ten, yeah. Yeah, so and, we, and then we did the charities thing before that. We took that course. We've been working on charity, um, basically a program of how to invest by <laughs> strategizing between mortgage companies, uh insurance companies, and getting people from various sides to kind of throw the contracts back at each other, and it created money. (laughs) (laughs) So part of it, and uh, what I really want you to know is is that people have this
1: idea, and mind you, I don't mind at all that you write asking me to buy you things. I really don't because someday I actually think I might be able to if it seemed appropriate. But right now I've got less than a dollar to my possession, that, sh- this time that Debbie's getting, somehow we scraped together the airfare, and then Tim was gracious enough to allow us to attend these seminars as press. Okay? Or we couldn't have done it. <clears throat> All the people that I know, do I know anybody in the Republic with over a couple of hundred dollars in the bank? Yeah, maybe one or two. A few. Maybe three. Okay? And but wouldn't just, you say most people uh, have, like, basically stepped up and stepped out basically on air to support the Republic. Wouldn't you? I would. Yeah. So it's been amazing. You mean to the fact that when I went to the um declaration of intent um back in um Utah and Debbie was there, I got my first husband to buy me the plane ticket, but he only had enough money to buy me a one way ticket. <laughs> And I had to count on the universe bringing me home, okay, when thanks to the governor of Utah, the universe was extremely handsome, dressed up like a great cowboy. And Debbie, what would you say of the number of people there? I would say financially about 90, 90 to 95% of them were stressed. Would you
2: agree or disagree? Definitely agree. We've all been become victims of this society that was created for us. Yeah. and against us.
1: <laughs> so notice how strong our voices sound and you're going to be hearing from Kelby and uh our blessed Ken and you're going to hear how strong their voices sound as well because we've all emerged with all of this in, in happening but at the same time we stood up and we're stepping out and and we're and what that requires, oh my god, is faith. Okay? Which is why it's a really good idea to be believing in some strong thing for you. We were discussing the difference between Buddha and Jesus Christ as people to look to um, as, for leadership. And the, basically, most Americans, I would have to say, would lean towards Jesus Christ, which includes me, by the way. Um, and one of the reasons given was is that Jesus Christ had a much more exciting life. Now, <laughs> somebody told me, Debbie, that if Jesus was, had been born today, we would be wearing little electric chairs around our necks. Um, but you can 't get rid of a good idea, and if you take a look at what what the the Ten Commandments stand for, then oh my God, is that not a set of values to live by? So I actually polished my little cross again, Debbie, and my cross does not have a Jesus Christ on it; it actually has little squirrels and spriglies like celebration. So, Gail, I'm wondering if you have any comment on what Debbie and I have been saying and if you're still here, actually.
0: Well, I just think that, um, you know, this country's been traditionally guided by Harvard and, um, you know, men of that stature, and I think it's time that the middle class, and it it hasn't worked, so I think it's time that, that the middle class has a say and takes a stand. And uh, gets a. I think it's time that we get a real grasp on reality, uh, and um, get balanced. And that's those are some of the qualities of the year of the rabbit. By the way, being cautious, oh, being balanced, um, having using intuition, and working hard. And um, I think you know the middle class is has its strength.
1: Oh, that's terrific. Um, Canon Kelby, I know you've been wonderfully in the background listening to all of this. How would you like to jump in?
3: Well, I was I gonna... go first? Sure, I was gonna comment on Gail's uh, reference to reality. That that's a really good reference. <laughs> um, we all have been trained to live in a reality because reality is in the eye of the beholder and most people have accepted what we have been educated to believe is real in this country. People need to understand that starting over 100 years ago, in the late 1800s, there was implemented uh, systems for education that have been put in place over the last 100 years. And it's been estimated that from about the 1920s, our educational level has dropped about a grade every decade.
1: Oh, my God.
3: People graduating from high school are really leaving with about the equivalent of a third grade education. And so the most important thing is education in this republic. And even though a lot of things, you know, there's um there's a gap in what we're what we have available, the websites need to be upgraded, things like that. People really need to understand that uh, there's a huge team working constantly, and, and with Tim's work from the background that he has, other people of a similar background have brought educational materials forward that will be progressively uh, more organized, more available, and I can't emphasize more strongly how you need to continually be in an education mode. I've been studying all of this stuff for 20 years and I still consider myself a student, and I I embrace that kind of approach because we are constantly needing to become more capable, and education and knowledge is the base of that. Can so,
1: i so sorry, because I've been telling people that you've been studying this stuff for 50 years, and I was just realizing how <laughs> old I had made you. I apologize.
3: For <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay. He's young well, and handsome, okay? Well, technically speaking, I have been studying things that relate to this for 50 years, but specifically in law and banking, 20 years. In terms of international business and travel, I've been traveling for 45 years and professionally for 35 years, so... Uh, I do have a lot of background, and but you know the what I want to convey is that um, I still consider myself a student. I enjoy teaching because when I teach people, I learn. I hear myself say things or put combinations of understanding together, and I have these little aha moments. So being a student and also being a teacher, because there's always somebody who needs your guidance, even if you know. Ten facts is somebody who only knows two. So get out there. Take control of your life by becoming both a teacher and a student and set yourself on the path path of being a sovereign because the sovereign in the republic on the land is a master. He or she is a king or queen, and he or she has complete control. So people are asking, when is such and such going to happen? Well, the framework is here. Step in, take control, make it your own, have the authority that is required of a sovereign. Because when is the last time you saw a king ask for permission? In the mirror this
1: morning. (laughs)
3: Yeah, okay, exactly. But, of course, it doesn't mean free license to do anything you want. It's, you know, self-responsibility is the bottom line. But... Uh, we are sovereigns, so we are kings and queens, and we have the most unique opportunity. No one else on the planet does. That's why America has always been considered uh, the guiding light, but we've let that light be covered over by a misinformation, education, dumbing-down system.
1: Well, let me and just so- interrupt here for a minute, Ken, because that was the last century, okay? And remember, Ken, when people used to say, Um, My home is my castle, women and men. They would say, my home is my castle. And then that that's what got taken away. And when we said, and that was 150 years ago or whatever, when we said that, we were actually in touch with what Ken's talking to you about today. So it's not like it's not in our DNA somewhere. Mm -hmm. It's just like we kind of got, like, drugged and put to
3: work. Well, another interesting thing is, remember the phrase we always used to hear, oh, he only has an eighth grade education? Yes, well, uh, a few years ago, and in fact it floats around the Internet, but I was in a class, and the person teaching the class brought this document out. It was two pages, and it was the 8th grade graduation <laughs> exam from like 1896. And as you know, as you know I'm pretty well educated, but yeah. I can tell you, I was seriously challenged by an 8th grade exam. I
1: failed it, okay? Oh, yeah,
3: well... I have so, two master's yeah. degrees.
1: I failed it. Yeah,
3: so you know what, you're familiar with that. Yeah. But, but you know, we need to lift ourselves up by the bootstraps. But also, most importantly, keep in mind that this is, you know, a 20-year project just in the beginning. So we're implementing it, we're re-inhabiting it and taking back the republic, but we're building a base to educate the next couple of generations. That's,
1: that's totally perfect. That and you should go it. to republicoftheunitedstates.org. For more information on this once again, Republic for the united states dot org we need to at this time actually think emergencymanagementsolutions.org. solutions dot org you got to check these guys out because they 'll give you safety solutions and i 'm really talking to you that have um, companies and things of that nature, or large families where people need to be taken care of, or the individual that wants to know more about the pack that has to that has to be something um, that you can find out from. C.W. Wright, and then he'll be back shortly on the show once he's, well, he's going to be traveling quite a lot because he's he's set his life aside to actually cause the republic to be, to accelerate the speed of the growth of the republic. So that's what we're all up to about. If you let people know about our show, Waking Up in America, heard Wednesdays Pacific at noon, or set, go to our website at wakingupinamerica.com. As I said, we've got a lot of sick webmasters now, so we're Catching up on things, the bios are beginning to come in. I'm a, I'm about to get a picture and bio from Ken Cousins. I know that, so all the rest of us are up. Ken will be doing that any moment, I'm sure, and uh, we're very happy to be having that happen. Also, we we couldn't live without you, La Lifestyle, or, or Sir Jason Winter T. And we're sorry that those hackers went after you. No fair, but hey. Um, listeners here please check out la lifestyle you're going to be pleased when you get there so we also want to thank roberto's bungalows in beautiful san Pancho, mexico which is just 45 minutes north of puerto villarta and roberto's bungalows is 971-239-4120 steve and diana are perfect host people And um, I think you'll really enjoy great things down there. And if you tell them that you heard about it on Waking Up at America, there's a discount waiting for you. These are charming little bungalows within short walking distance to the beach in a town that has the comfort and the kindness of 50 years ago with a lot of English-speaking people, and you'll find a lot of other Americans and Canadians there. So check that out for sure. If you have emotional stress clinging from the past, For instance, if you've ever been traumatized, if you have post-traumatic shock syndrome, if you had a horrifying experience or there's other traumas that you're not aware of, for a free consultation, you can call me at 310-455-8623. Once again, that's 310-455-8623. And for those of you who are interested in the ancient art of ear coning, which is absolutely great for the sinuses and for the eustachian tubes and for hearing and tinnitus and things of that nature, this 5,000-year-old process is available to you. Go on the Internet to coning, C-O-N-I-N-G, company, dot com and check it out. It works. It totally works. I just have been working on something with my own ear that's been going on, and I love the um, the ear oil that we've got there. So check that out. It's the sponsors that make waking up in America possible. If you want to check me out at my own website, you can check me out at drvalerie.com. Once again, that's doctor d o c t o r v a l e r i e dot com. You're on the air today with Gail Ellen, um, Debbie Ringchop. Uh, Kelby Smith and Ken Cousins and myself, Dr. Val Kirkgaard. You are listening to Waking Up in America, and we're inviting you to not only check out our website at wakingupinamerica.com, we are also inviting you to go to the Republic for the UnitedStatesofAmerica.org and begin to take on what's there, because that's part of what stepping up and stepping out is all about. And when you take on <clears throat> what's there, means like you start to read this we actually have all the fifty republic seals on the website it's happened folks for you, you dear person who wanted to know um ron bless your heart you wanted to know about <clears throat> when the republic was going to take root it's already taken root okay it's up to Our listeners, to spread this information between us and their friends, to go over to the website, to read about it, to let others know, check out the 50 Republic Seals. That means we've got 50 happening in the bag here. We've got people from all different levels of the government on this radio show today. Oh, my God. And all we had to do was claim our destiny because... The republic has its arms open, okay, literally its arms open saying, come on over, join the grand juries, take a place. Ken Cousins is the absolute expert. We've got Kelby Smith who's about to come up. Oh, my God, these guys are, like, so smart. Kelby, I actually, I love your history lessons. <laughs> I hope you have one for us today. Republicoftheunitedstates.org. And, Kelby Smith, why don't you tell them a little bit about that and how they can get a hold of uh, ID cards and things of that nature. Sure, sure. Um,
4: Again, my name is uh, Kelby Smith. I'm kind of the, one of the, um, well, my nickname is Media Man. Uh, I used to be the media boy. And about a month ago I was uh, assigned the role of Media Man uh, at the Utah event when the Congress convened. It's kind of a funny joke and uh but I actually take it pretty serious because, you know, being a voice for the Republic, um, this is probably one of the most serious roles that uh you could ever respectfully have. Um, regarding the identifications there's quite a quite an update. Um, as the IDs continue to go out there's confusion basically from people on, you know, what this does for them. I really can't stress enough that when you get an identification in your hand and I got mine my whole family got theirs and we're all excited you you have to understand this is not the lawful ID of the, the de facto meaning you can't go in generally to most banks and cash checks with them because that's not the recognized US United States identification now we will eventually over the next few years get to that point so that shouldn't be a point of complaint what these IDs do is give you the right to travel and uh, go through TSA, be on an airplane, uh, drive down the street. Uh, If you get pulled over, I'm going to recommend very highly that you observe what a member of the republic is, which is somebody that respects and loves their neighbor. I don't care how mad you feel inside towards a peace officer, you need to respect them because they don't know any better. Let me give you an example. A few days ago, I was having coffee with a couple of cops in my my neighborhood we meet once a week and we have coffee and this was the first week that I just let them have it and um, when we were going back and forth I said I don't care I mean I showed him my IDs I told him about the 41st Congress I walked them all the way through and they said what do you think this gives you a right to get out of the ticket and I said well let's put it this way you had no right to write the ticket and he's he all, what you're on better than I said well wait a minute and to make this conversation very short and to help the viewers understand I said, let me ask you a question. Are you able to go on to an Indian reservation and write a ticket to an Indian? And he said, no, it's on their reservation. And I said, uh, "I said, well, congratulations. You're now on republic land. As of November of 2010, this land was re-inhabited by the people of the country. And you are a foreign agent writing a ticket on my land. And he looked at me and he kind of sat back and he went, I don't understand that. That's
2: amazing.
4: That's the bottom line of what has happened. But they didn't say anything and couldn't say anything from that moment forward. And I said, listen, guys, this is going to be a hard pill for you guys to swallow as you start learning about it. And that's another one of the exciting things. I can't give you specifics, but 3,300 counties and, and, and going, Agencies nationwide are being notified. And that's very, very big because that's a part of the process is not only just getting your identifications, re-inhabiting the Republic, it's notice. Because once notice goes out, that's the implied contract. And they, it's up to them to prove that we don't have the lawful right to do what we're doing. So the more people that come into the Republic, and the more people uh, they're going to have to be faced with, the more people they're going to realize they don't have autonomy on the land anymore. And eventually, that income stream that they're getting from their de facto courts is going to go away. They already are bankrupt, as we know. But you when know, I he keep hearing that, Colby, word, but
1: how, where does it, when does it start to really show?
3: Well, it is I mean, I'm still getting
1: my Social about. Security check. Now, I know they print billions, Right in unsupported currency, but when are, when, how are we going to notice, what's it going to look like when the dike starts to crack?
4: Well, that's the big thing. You know, we, I spoke to Tim Turner this morning on another radio show, and he really laid it down for everybody to understand. The, 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 the de facto is through the media basically telling the media what to say. And they're telling the media that pretty soon the checks are going to start bouncing. That is the bottom line. You can only write so many checks off accounts with phony money in it. You can only continue to print phony money so long as you're the world's reserve currency. Well, you're not the world's reserve currency anymore. Who
1: China, is by the way? No, Who we is the are. World, huh?
4: United States. US dollar is the world's reserve currency.
1: Yeah, but I thought it had changed.
4: Not yet. Not, not yet. yet. Well What's that's when the it, shift
1: happens, right? And that's when yeah. the depreciation happens.
4: Yeah. Ken, you want to go about it? Yeah, um, it
3: is in the process of shifting right now. It has been going on for the last several years. All of these things that people have a a cursory awareness of, such as uh, the dinar revaluation, et cetera, it's all part of the same thing. Um, And we are definitely going to see it hit high gear, Uh, I'm sure, at the most uh, time period, the next six months, and very likely the next this quarter that we're just entered into. Huh. So uh, other country, it's going to be a basket of currencies, not one currency, because the problem was what happened in the last 30 to 50 years with the U.S. taking hegemony economically, and it overstepped its bounds. So the rest of the world has said never again. So it's being reconstructed as a basket, and the republic is stepping into
1: that. Oh, that's great. Uh, Debbie or Gail, any comments on what Kelby and Ken and I have been talking about?
0: Well, I just uh, am uh, very interested in in both uh, what Ken and Kelby uh, have to say, and I would just uh, remind everyone to be ambassadors of respect and to renew their appreciation because all is not lost and hope is very much alive. And, uh, you know, if we can believe in good and be capable and be perseverant, um, and, and be open to the reality of all these things and then do things accordingly.
1: That's good. That's and also, good
3: um, you know, what Kelby is saying with, with, uh, our interaction with police officers or other officers, it gets down to the, uh, the maxim, love thy neighbor as thyself. And all of these people out there are our neighbors. Very few are actually have a, they're trying to do the job they were trained to do. with part yeah, of the exactly. down. what they know. And so the education that I talked about, also applies to people we don't know who we interact with. We have every opportunity uh, many times a day. If you get pulled over by a police officer and you hand him a Republic ID, you have the opportunity to educate him, not to turn him into an enemy. I
1: I want to say something here because I, I keep forgetting it. I wanted to mention it on the last couple of programs. Mm -hmm. Uh, We actually do have rights within the system, and I was actually thinking of asking you like, what your one tip would be for the year to start the year off on mine. One tip I decided would be if you have to go to court for some reason and you don't want to stand outside the bar because that's just too threatening, (laughs) you can actually go inside the bar and you can tell the judge that you want them to apply Haines, H-A-I-N-E-S, versus Kerner, K-E-R-N-E-R, I believe. And that instruction to the judge actually requires the judge to cooperate with you. So that's my gift to anybody that's going to court in 2011. And um, Debbie, I was wondering if you had any comments on what we've been up to.
2: Well, what you just said to Haynes versus Kerner, I mean... They may
1: or may not respect it, but they should well do. I got respected royally right. with it, and <laughs> I loved it, and it's grounds for mm-hmm. um it's grounds for throwing the whole thing out if they don't
2: too by the way yeah it it's a challenge working with the courts, definitely, <laughs> but I just wanted to bring up you know the idea of respect, and that goes with not just um the police officials and people like that, but even within our republics and within between states in states um at national. We're all one united set of Americans. We are and your not, families too. We're not we're not separate. Um the state is by itself and that the federal has to stay out of things. I mean that's old school thinking. That federal the federal having to ask for permission to come into the state was because the federal wasn't the federal, it was the corporation. It was foreign. But now we are a nation united by the republic. And so we really have to kind of get a little bit more education there going that that as a, as a nation we are, are one and that there are some functions that are going to be effective at the state level and others that are at national level, and we as individuals are working in both at the same time. So, again, lots of good education you guys have. And don't wait to figure it all out before you sign up.
1: And let me tell you something. And
2: now, and learn as you go, because that's the way it's going to happen. This is a, a growing process. And, and at Republic
1: for the United States of of the United States of org, please. I want to tell you, it's not always smooth. So if you keep yourself into the field of intent and know that you're standing up and stepping forward, I actually was disinvited to a New Year's Eve party because I was, quote, pushing a political agenda. Now, this is a place I had gone for like 15 years, so you got to know I noticed that. But here's what I came to. What I came to was that's because they don't understand what's going on right now and how wonderful it is. And I've been hanging out with these people for 15 years and I expect to have, during the coming year, to have things work through. So, When you go to make change, it doesn't always just automatically line up with where you're standing. What has to happen is you have to maintain your balance and your beliefs, and you have to put out the kind of love that Debbie's been talking about and the kind of respect and beauty that... um, Gail has been talking about and the kind of like availability of identification and Ken's contribution and he's about to contribute more information on the dinar because I've had a lot of requests for that. So, uh, want to just say thank you, Ron, for asking that question about the Republic and also wanted to, um find out here, Ken, I promised one of our listeners that we would do a DINAR update, but before I go to that, because I want to make sure it's covered, another listener wants to know how we can locate a star chamber. So does anybody on this show know about star chambers?
2: I don't. I've only heard it mentioned, but I think that's something maybe we can bring up next week, and we need to research it a little bit. Okay,
1: and Kelby, do you have any info on star chambers?
4: Yeah, um, Jack Mizell, his wife, um, has one. And they do it for free to as low as two hundred dollars for people that want uh, to use it.
1: What exactly does the thing do?
4: Um, Frequency. I don't know any anything other than that.
1: I'm sorry. Does it change your frequency or something, or what's it?
4: Yes. I don't know if it changes it, but it uses frequency on your body to help your body heal itself.
1: Okay, well, there's one machine I've heard of, and maybe listeners can include us on this too, and this one machine that I heard of actually allows a, a limb that has been separated to be regenerated. Now, um, for those of you who <laughs> don't know how much I love physics, it's all pretty wonderful, because the quantum field that's, that the body exists inside actually is illuminated. And if you've ever seen Kirlian photography, which is fascinating. You take a leaf and the camera photographs it and then it glows. If you take a look at that glow, it forms the outline of the leaf and it looks like the leaf is causing the glow. Okay? But if you cut the leaf in half and put half of it back, you'll see that that outline of the leaf still exists. So, When when they're working in the field of physics, they'll talk about, you know, quantum possibility and things of that nature and what we're creating. So we actually exist inside of a field of potential. And you could cut off part of us and the field that we were created from still exists. So you can look at that. I look at that as the Christ field that created me, okay? Other people may look at that differently. So as I'm inside that field... There's supposed to be a machine, guys, that I'm still trying to find out more about it. So if anybody has noticed on this, please email me at val at wakingupinamerica.com. dot com. That machine actually will regenerate, cause the field to regenerate a new limb. Any comments, you guys? That blows me away.
2: Stunned silence. Okay, great. Looking huh. <laughs> And I'm looking so forward to when we all have access to things with this technology. I know. They're
1: saying that this stuff already exists, so I don't know if the Star Chamber does that or not. So feed us information on it. We'll put it on the air. You know that. And I made Ken Cousins promise that he would give us a dinar you know, update today.
3: Okay. But I'm going to say I'm going to uh, go over one other thing first. Uh, oh, you are so sneaky, but go for it. Oh, I know. It, it's very brief, but it, and it's fun. Um Last week, during the holiday period, uh, we went to see the Tron movie.
0: Oh, and, me too.
2: Well,
3: good. So you saw it and you, oh, yeah. you know what the, the theme was. But for those of you who haven't seen it, go see it. It's not the greatest movie. It's, you know, typical, you know, uh, all that kind of stuff, um, technology. But it's got a very interesting theme, which is why I brought it up, because it's about this man who created an artificial reality and it's the electronic uh, reality, virtual reality of a computer. In the movie we find out that he is trapped in there and his son goes in to get him and retrieve him, bring him back to the real world. The point is that the beings in the reality are referred to as programs and they end up attacking the Creator. So. It, it's a perfect analogy for uh, for the Republic because we created the program, so to speak, of the government to serve us. Then we got pulled into that artificial reality. Now we got distracted. The got into attacking us so that we couldn't get back to reality. So in the movie, they get out through the portal back into reality. That's what the Republic is. Because we've been existing in this artificial bubble as if the program is real, and it's not. So just want to throw that out. So back to No, it's, no hang
1: on. It's really good. I, I want you to okay. know that I came to the same conclusion when I watched it, even to the mm-hmm. quality of the movie and such. But I thought the whole idea was extremely intriguing and yeah. really a good metaphor. So for those of you who like to entertain yourselves in the metaphor, this. It's got some interesting stuff, and it will never... Well, it's got a great message, okay? So check it out. And the one thing, Ken, I believe the creator actually got stuck at the end, didn't he? Uh, No, I think he got out. Oh, did he? uh, I didn't remember, because I actually thought... Anyway, it's a a movie worth watching for its message. Okay, Denar time.
3: Okay, Denar. So... This is uh this is not official. I am not an expert. I track it as much <laughs> as anybody else. So don't take this to the bank or said I, you know, I thought you said blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh, I have a couple of friends who track a lot of the rumors in the chat um all the chat rooms and also have sources like on the ground, they sh- they call it boots on the ground, you know, people in the military in Iraq, and they get reports back. So I'm going to just go through about seven or eight quick points that have been reported in the last three days. One was that Maliki, who's the prime minister, was said to have been on TV in Iraq, specifically talking about the RV and stating a uh, a rate of three point three dollars and twenty two cents as a minimum. So, uh, secondly, uh, troops, uh, American troops on the ground, are reporting that they're ordered now that they cannot take Iraqi currency out of the country. Thirdly, all dealers uh, being checked with are saying that they're out of the old dinar and it's not available for sale, all the dinars that we've been buying. And if you go on some of the sites, they're saying... Um, you know that takes them up to two weeks to deliver. So there's clearly something going on. Um, the smart cards that have been distributed to the Iraqi population as a means to access new currency—they previously were getting an allocation of 1,250 dinars a month. That's been reduced down to 250, starting like yesterday, which means they are now spending the new valued dinar. Huh. Uh
1: huh
3: so um you know
1: dinar uh, trade went up
3: 10% yeah and that's because of the you know supply demand issue um i i mentioned earlier a basket of currencies we have been being told for the last 6 months to expect a revaluation of a sweep of a basket of currencies up to possibly 20 or 25 and um one of the things that interfaces with that is something called the uh, special drawing rights instrument issued by the Bank of International Settlements in Switzerland and they revalue the SDR, uh, special drawing rights every five years and that did take place on December 30th to be activated this week. So all of these things are converging concurrent with the U.S. dollar continuing to plummet and the, the Republic stepping into the new monetary system that is solidifying and emerging on the planet. There's a lot of details we can't talk about yet about that, but you will definitely be hearing about it here on this program as the next weeks unfold when we are able to, to release that. But I can definitely say that it is definitely happening. And those of you holding on to dinar, just be patient. Those of you not holding on, perhaps you might consider... Going to one of the sites and, and getting a
1: few. Yeah, that's a good idea, um, and I would do it fairly quickly if you're going to do it. At this point, uh, you know, check it out. I've I've gone to dinartrade.com and I appreciate their service, and I've talked to them a number of times, and they have actually put out a sheet for how to cash in your dinar. So if you've gotten it from them, just email them and tell them you'd like them to have them. Uh, actually, if you want to email me at val at wakingupinamerica.com. I can actually give you the trade-in sheet for um, how you turn it in if you're in, in this particular area here. Um wanted to make sure, let's add one more thing. Oh, yeah, next week Michael Murphy is going to be on, and I'm going to see if I can get the forces that be to get Tim Turner on, too. Michael Murphy, in case you don't know, is the guy that's been doing all the work on the chemtrails versus contrails, and it's I saw his documentary um last week, and it's um, stuff that we need to be stepping up and stepping out with. As the Republic, by the way, is already at work on it, I think your education on the subject would be absolutely terrific. I thank all of you today, and uh, remember to write in if you've got any information on the Star Chamber or on that machine that generates new limbs and things of that nature, because the implications could be absolutely outrageous. We would really like to you thank you for listening to today. This program has been brought to you by the Golden Hearts Foundation in association with Kirkgard Media, our radio partners, <coughs> Coney company. com, Dr. James down Murphy down. and Memoriam. I sure miss you, Jim. Uh, we thank our producer, C.W. Wright, go, and his company, EMS Globe, Global One. CW is really important, more than you know, in Waking Up in America, being here for you. The guy's been outstanding. And to Ben Migen, who you will hear his theme music, he wrote about almost ordinary people who had extraordinary dreams, and he wrote that for this program almost 20 years ago now. So I'm talking to all the almost ordinary people that are waking up and they're beginning to look at themselves and see what is extraordinary next week and invite a friend to Wilson. As I said, good old Michael Murphy will be here. You'll love him and hopefully we can get Tim Turner up for a report. While I'm at it, R.J. Hender does like a really great job every morning on the radio. Um, Who's got R.J.'s... How would would they get to R.J. Hender?
4: Uh, MorningLiberty.com
1: there you go, morninglibertygot.com. Go check out RJ. He's a good man and he was in Utah. So everybody that was just talking to you today has been in Utah and we thank you all. Kelby, um, you're just so wonderful to rely on. Ken, you continue to amaze me all the time. And Debbie, boy, are you standing up and stepping out. This I just love you. you. Gail? This is for you. Thanks for me the Metal and Rabbit. And who we see. When we see Happy 2011! you of the Metal Rabbit! This
2: yes! Down the he rabbit
1: hole. The, you to <laughs> the, the rabbit time. hole. Uh, or so yeah. maybe down the rabbit hole with the cash into the rabbit safe that's stored somewhere. You're not crazy A lovely anymore. thought. You've been waiting at the door. And it's time to open.
2: Thank you for joining us today for Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgard. Waking Up in America can be heard live every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time on voiceamerica.com, and Valerie welcomes all emails at heavenincorporated.com.